On this holiday Monday, we'll talk Freddie Raymer making more friends in central Pennsylvania, the guy to beat this week at the World 100, a World of Outlaws fill-in driver, and more. Let's go. It's Monday, September 4th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. Happy Labor Day, friends. Hope you guys have a safe day out there and enjoy the extra day off. Eldora Speedway and the World 100 will be a big focus later this week, but there was some dirt light model business to attend to last night. The Lucas competitors followed up Saturday at Portsmouth with a stop at Tyler County for the Hillbilly 100. Dalton Wilson was strong again. He led laps early from the pole, but Jonathan Davenport took over on lap 17 and led all 84 laps then to the finish. It was Lucas win at number seven on the season for Davenport and his first win in over a month. That was uh, his last win was at Wheatland on July 15th. He'd been fast, though. He'd led laps in a bunch of races in between. Uh, and last night was you know, unchallenged, effectively, once he got out front. Wilson settled for a second straight podium and still is seeking that first career Lucas win. Brandon Overton was third. He continues to cement that fourth spot in the Lucas chase standings. One state away, the Baltus Classic was happening at Eldora, and there were a few higher-level teams in attendance there getting some laps in advance of this week's world. That list included Ricky Weiss, Nick Hoffman, Josh Rice, and Matt Cosner. Weiss dominated the feature, uh, picked up the $5,000 win. He started outside pole and was uh, out front pretty quickly. Some of those other guys struggled, including Hoffman. He needed a B-main transfer to even get into the main event, and then he hit the wall in the feature after charging pretty far up through the field. Uh, Eldora now goes quiet until Thursday. We're still a few days out, but I did want to talk about Davenport since he won last night. Headed into this world week, I'm not really sure how you pick against him for the Globe Trophy come Saturday night. He's won four of the last five crown jewels at Eldora, and even with some of the changes within that team, even recently, they've stayed fast. And if they're strong again this week, I think the 49 then has to be the favorite for the Lucas Championship, regardless of the insane season we've seen from Ricky Thornton Jr. That year-ending Dirt Track World Championship at Eldora will settle this. Obviously, uh, you know, we're going to get that final four from the Lucas Chase, and then those four cars will race for the title at that last event. And I think JD clearly has the leg up here. Brandon Overton has been better as of late with uh, five straight Lucas top fives, and I think that team could be peaking at the right time here. You know, they had a, a, a rough spring into the summer. They've been better, and I think they'll be looking to bounce back from a rough dream week earlier this year. And Eldora hasn't always been super kind to RTJ, although he was very solid during the Dream Week back in June. He won a prelim feature, uh, finished fourth in the final big show. I think those guys, the 20RT guys, need to take some steps forward this week and really try and fine-tune that package for later in the year. They're going to need that if they're going to be able to cap off the season with the Lucas title. Drop me a comment. Let me know uh, what your feelings are for this week as we sit just a few days out from action getting started for the world. Uh, before we move on, after last night's victory, a couple of race fans went to the parking lot. They got the tailgate off of their pickup truck. They then carried it back to the pit area so Jonathan Davenport could sign it. As Flow Racing's Kyle McFadden tweeted, things you really only see at the Hillbilly 100. In Pennsylvania last night, we had a dueling 410 sprint car shows with the Dirt Classic finale going on at Lincoln and then sprint cars at Sealands Grove. Definitely seemed to split the cars and the fans. I think we had 30 cars at Lincoln and 25 at Sealands Grove. Uh, I know some haven't been super thrilled about Lincoln's move to this kind of new two-day version of the Dirt Classic, so we'll see what they do for 2024. I think how you know things went over the last couple of days in terms of the you know the success of the event, ticket sales, uh, that will uh, make a you know a, a big headway into what they decide to do for next year. 
It was a great race last night, though. We had some drama and a fantastic finish. Brent Marks topped Danny Dietrich right at the line after Dietrich threw a Hail Mary slider on that final lap. Uh, he then pounded the turn four wall there trying to catch it. It was back-to-back uh, event wins for Marks. Uh, as for the drama, Freddie Raymer continues to make friends. Last night, it was Tanner Thorson. Raymer threw a move at Anthony Macri into turn one that I think everyone in America knew wasn't going to clear. And instead of leaving that outside op- uh, line open, like you usually see uh, when a guy throws a slider like that, he just kept drifting up until he and the 71 of Macri hit. And this wasn't one of those sliders across the nose where the car on the outside could have lifted. This was a door slam that sent Macri spinning down the racetrack. The incident collected Thorson's 58, and he had words for Raymer under that caution. He also had to be restrained by the track workers. It's hard to fault Thorson there for being upset. And I know Raymer and Danny Dietrich have had issues in recent weeks, but last night's move was one you expect a guy like Raymer to be smart enough not to make. All three that were involved were fast, and it took them all out of contention, and it didn't really need to happen. Uh, at Sealands Grove, Brian Brown topped the mayor, Dylan Sisney, and Ryan Smith for that victory. Attention in Posse Land this week will now shift to Port Royal. They've got the Labor Day show tonight, and then the Tusky 50 starts on Thursday. Big week of sprint car racing coming up in central Pennsylvania. Up in the Northeast, Matt Shepard picked up the New Yorker win at Utica, Rome. He topped Billy Decker and Rocky Warner for the $12,000. Next Short Track Super Series event is that big Fonda 200 weekend that pays $53,000 to win. That happens here in a couple of weeks, September 14th through the 16th. And I don't think I mentioned this yesterday, but Andy Bacchetti was the Super Dirt Car Series winner on Saturday at Lebanon Valley. It was his third straight Mr. Dirt Track USA title. He picked up fifteen grand for the win. Super Dirt Car Series uh, is at Weed Sport this coming Sunday, and uh, Super Dirt Week still looming here in a couple of weeks. At Angel Park last night, it was an all-Keith Coons at USAC midget podium. Ryan Timms came out on top of a nice battle with teammate Gavin Miller. Jade Avedisian made a late move around Logan Seavey for the top three lockout. Seavey, though, able to extend his already fairly large uh, championship lead. Uh, USAC midgets will do it all over again tonight in Sun Prairie. We'll see if anybody can track down Seavey here. Uh, they still got quite a few races left, but that lead is pretty big right now over Justin Grant. Uh, there is other racing tonight uh, as well. Uh, includes the Word of Outlaws at Gray's Harbor. Carson Macedo is the defending event winner, and he and David Gravel absolutely must finish in uh, front of Brad Sweet tonight if they want any shot at this championship. They're starting to run out of races, and they've got to start kind of chipping away and make some hay here. The gap is 78 points right now back to Gravel, and there's only 20 race nights left. And of those 20 race nights, all uh, not all of them are for points. Gravel and Macedo need to make up about 39 feature positions on suite here down the stretch. You figure 78 points divided by two because it's about two points per position. You get your 39 spots. And it's not going to be an easy task here either with the Big Cat's insane consistency. After Grace tonight, the Gold Cup is on tap later this week at Silver Dollar. Uh, I think right now we're still over 60 cars on that pre-entry list. One team note as well around the Word of Outlaws. Bill Rose suffered some broken ribs last Thursday night at Skagit that happened in a heat race crash. Uh, He did end up competing on Friday after getting checked out at the hospital, but he did not race Saturday. The team shared this morning that Tim Kading will be in the car for the Gold Cup. It's probably a good move. Uh, Kading, uh, you know, obviously a mainstay there in California, and hopefully it'll give time uh, for uh, Bill to get healed up and get back in the car soon. Uh, For the IMCA fans, the 41st Super Nationals at uh, Boone Speedway open today. Uh, The show uh, today will feature a complete race uh, program for late models. They've also got qualifying for Northern Sport Mods and Hobby Stocks. Over 1,000 cars across the various divisions are entered for this week, and more than $300,000 will be paid out over the course of the event. 
If you aren't headed there, uh, imca.tv has live streams and we'll keep up with the uh, action all week uh, here on the show, uh, let you know about the results. Uh, that's it for the show today. Make sure to hit up the streaming schedule to see all of your options for today. You can find that over at dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. You can also look at all sorts of other things over at dirttracker.com. There's news there. There's the analytics section, all sorts of good stuff. So check that out today as you uh, uh, are looking for other things to do. I hope you guys have a good holiday Monday. We'll see you right back here tomorrow.